1: The First Lady of New York Radio, Joan Hamburg, entertaining and informative. Talk Radio 77 WABC. And today, the travel guru, Pauline Fromer, who's co-president of Fromer.com, and also the Fromer Guidebooks, is going to pop in and fill us in on the good life and Pauline is it true that more and more people are getting ready to get up and go?
0: We are seeing record numbers of people traveling right now. But let me also say
1: Joan it's so wonderful to be speaking to you. Thank you Pauline. I know I've missed <laughs> you. Yeah. All right, so tell me. You, we we're are, we are just we're just seeing record numbers of people
0: traveling. Uh, where they're traveling is interesting. They're traveling to places where the dollar is strong. And where is the dollar strong? Pretty much everywhere. Uh, but to give you a couple of examples, the dollar last summer was at par with the euro. which That is amazing. Amazing. So suddenly Europe is affordable. Now, it's ticked up a little bit since then. But you have to remember, it wasn't that long ago that it cost, it, that it cost nearly a dollar and a half to just get one euro. And mm. So to have the two of them at par, I mean, I was good. in France last summer having $3 glasses of wine and, and $15 dinners at very good restaurants. Wow.
1: Yeah. That's fantastic. And, well, of course, you your passport probably hasn't expired because you go so much. But what is the story? I have friends who talk about waiting on endless lines, and even if you send away for them, it takes forever. What should someone do if they're thinking Europe or Asia or any place you need a passport? Well, if you have to get your passport renewed
0: or if you have to get a first passport Do it ASAP. Now, the State Department is saying that they are expecting 26 million people to be applying for passports this year. That's a new record. The most they ever did before Mm. that was 22 million. So not only are people hanging on lines, but the phone systems are overwhelmed. So this happened to my daughter. She didn't realize her passport had expired. She kept calling day after day. And the and the phone system just kept hanging up on her. Uh, She couldn't get through. So she's at Northwestern University. She went to her advisor and the advisor said, let's go to the congressperson for uh, this part of Illinois. Uh She did that. And and that's what what got her her passport within five days. Well, unbelievable. Right. And I've heard that from other people. It's a sad state of affairs that you have to ask for political favors I know. <laughs> to get a passport right now. But
1: that's what it is. You know, um, we've had a couple of calls when there were these issues with kidnappings in Mexico. Now a young American journalist for the Wall Street Journal kidnapped by the Russians. I mean, there's a lot of things that we should or should not be concerned with. What do you think if you're planning what? a trip and it isn't next door?
0: I hate to tell you this, Joan, but my daughter went to Mexico. That's where she was getting the passports for. Uh-huh. Uh, and she found it to be very safe. Were you, you have nervous? To remember, I was not at all nervous because I was looking at the numbers Mexico this year is seeing 15% more travelers than it did in 2019. And so if there really was a problem, if there really was a crime wave that was aimed at tourists, we would be hearing more right. about it. These have been isolated incidents. Uh, the Russia thing has to do with, I don't know, Politics. journalistic freedoms. I mean, that's, a, that's another kettle yeah. of fish. But the State Department has some excellent advice. Uh, They have a coded system, which tells you to either don't go at all, that's the highest warning, Uh or reconsider travel, or travel with and take some precautions. Um, For the most part, travel to most parts of the world is acceptably safe. But you should always check with the State Department, and if you're going to an iffy place, you can actually register yourself with them so that they'll ping your cell phone if say, like there's a, a political march in the area that you're going to be staying in or some other kind of dangerous event.
1: Now, usually we'll turn to you with where to go. What are the best places to travel in 2023? And even we're getting those questions as more and more people are looking at that little suitcase with envy, and saying, <laughs> "I got to fill it up. I want to go." So, yeah. what are you looking at when it comes to good places to travel that are fairly effortless?
0: Well, as I said before, we're looking at Europe. In fact, we put out a, a list every year. Uh, you go to firmers dot com slash Best Places twenty twenty three, and it lists. 10 places that we think are going to be particularly great to go this year. So in Europe there's a place Costaia Coast. It's in the region of Basilicata and we are recommending it because it's very much like the Amalfi Coast of Italy but much less expensive with a fraction of the crowds. So it's this beautiful seaside area where you drive along these winding cliffside roads, you eat in spectacular seafood restaurants, you duck into little towns with ancient churches filled with fabulous, uh, uh, you know, art. But you're paying a fraction of what you would for the Amalfi Coast, and you're getting far fewer fellow visitors. And what's uh, it called? It's called the Maratea Coast of Italy. Spell. M-A-R-A-T-E-A. The Maratea Coast.
1: Maratea.
0: Yeah. Do they have
1: good hotels? Oh,
0: lovely hotels. You're in Italy.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) What could be bad? how can you miss, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, this is a part of Italy that the Italians themselves go to because the rest of the world doesn't know about it yet, Mm -hmm. but they will soon. So we're saying get there before it's discovered.
1: Right, like everyone talked Puglia, but they didn't go. Now Puglia is like so hot, it's, it's hard to get in during what we call the season. Exactly. We're also saying
0: this may be the year to go to West Africa, places like Senegal, Ghana, the Ivory Coast, the Gambia, the Cape Verde Islands. And we're saying that because for the first time ever, cruise ships are going to those ports
1: you're kidding
0: no you can take a seaborn cruise or an azamara journey now these aren't the huge cruise ships these are called expedition ships better but right, they're smaller but right now, ex- they're smaller but they're much more glamorous than they mm-hmm. used to be uh, you get good food beautiful decor um, and But they're small enough to go into these tiny ports. Yeah,
1: that's what's so important.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is a part of the world that was incredibly difficult to visit mm-hmm. uh, until this development. Um, uh, so we're saying that's a great place to go. Uh, we're also expecting people to go to Oahu in Hawaii. We think it's a particularly good year for Oahu because they've made things both more convenient, and they're also concentrating more on Hawaiian culture. During the pandemic, uh, a lot of the major sites in Oahu, uh, like Pearl Harbor, uh, like uh, Hanuma Bay, and the Diamond Head Crater, and the Polynesian Cultural Center, they all put in... Uh, systems that allow people to get timed entry. So instead of being confronted with huge lines at all these very popular and very important sites, now you can get timed entry, you can zip right in. And they're all, they've also created a lot of really interesting uh, cultural attractions for visitors. So people might take an educational tour And historic rock walls at one of the ancient fish ponds, uh, or they might learn about the Hawaiian royal family, um, or they might go to a a ranch uh, in Hawaii. Uh, It's not
1: just a fun-in-the-sun destination anymore. No, it sounds, you're making me want to go again. Well, and prices, you point out, are pretty good. I mean, we don't usually have that.
0: Prices are good. You know, if you travel abroad, Hawaii has gotten a
1: little pricey. Well, that's right. Yeah. But it's still, Hawaii doesn't disappoint. It's just still one of the beautiful places.
0: It really is. It's, uh, it, you know, it's one of these places where the, it looks like this is what the higher it power like intended. It, yeah, it's just edenic.
1: Mm-hmm. No, it's true. And it took forever to get there, and I remember saying, this is crazy. You know, I could go to the Caribbean for half that time or whatever. And yet, once you get there, it's just so special. Yeah. And something that's in my head a lot. It's physically beautiful.
0: Yes, absolutely. But if you want to go to the Caribbean, one of the places that made our list this year was the Virgin Islands. People forget, but... Right before the pandemic, a terrible storm hit the Virgin Islands, leveling many of the resorts there. But they were able to take the last couple of years to rebuild. And some of the resorts are now better than they were Uh, pre-pandemic. Are they busy? busy? Are they busy? They're getting busy. People are going. People are going, and they should go, because it's a better time than it's been in years, because they had time off to really up their game. And so they've brought in some wonderful chefs to many of the resorts to up their food game. Uh, they've redecorated, mostly because they had to, because so many places were damaged by those hurricanes. Uh, so if you're looking for a really great Caribbean vacation, we are saying go to the,
1: either the U.S.
0: or the British Virgin Islands. Both are wonderful.
1: That sounds really good. And to go anywhere, though, the airports have been a nightmare. And it's not just like a one weekend that gets reported. It's been a problem. What is going on? I mean, these are travel problems we shouldn't have to deal with.
0: Well, I mean, on the plus side, a lot of the airports in the New York area that have been under construction for forever are finally ready. And they are much, much nicer. On the downside, we don't have enough air traffic controllers right now. Where are they? Well, the problem is it takes two years to train an air traffic controller, and at the height of the pandemic, all training stopped for many, many months. And so when people quit in recent years, there there hasn't been the uh, – supply chain of, of new air traffic controllers to replace them because they simply were not being trained for a full year during the pandemic. For example, in New York State, we only have 56% of the air traffic controllers that we need. The rest of the country has 80%. And because of that, the FAA has gone to JetBlue, United, Delta, and Americans and ask them to cut their schedules by 10% this summer. So we don't quite know what that will mean yet, because obviously New York is a major, major destination for them. So they may end up running bigger planes, or they might cut the schedule. So I've been telling anybody in the New York area,
1: get your tickets now because prices could go up as these Mm. cuts take effect. Wow. Wow. That does not sound good. And for tourists coming to New York, hotel prices. We were, um, you ever go to Smorgasbord in Brooklyn? Oh, love it. You know, oh, the food yeah. fair on sat It's great. But yeah. we were there last Saturday, and we sat at one of the benches. It's a great place to go. And there was a couple, a boyfriend and girlfriend, from Vienna and they were talking about how they ended up staying in Brooklyn rather than Manhattan because of prices and how expensive everything in New York was. And I, it is expensive
0: now. Yeah. I mean, part of the problem with hotels is a lot of the budget hotels in the city are now being used as homeless shelters by the city. Uh, and so for tourists, that's meant there just aren't as many budget lodgings. Plus, Airbnb is pretty much illegal here in New York City. Uh, it, it, you cannot legally rent your entire apartment out for for less than thirty days, and the city is really starting to finally enforce that. Uh, but that's made it very hard on tourists coming to
1: the city. Yeah, and good for some of the hotels who are jacking up prices.
0: Well, and people say it's it's also good for the housing stock because you had a lot of people taking over apartments to simply rent them out as Airbnbs, and that was raising rent prices for average New Yorkers.
1: All right. Well, it's all going to work out. And Pauline <laughs> yes. Frommet knows where to go and how to go. And get your bags ready because 2023 is going to be a great time to go back and enjoy the world. And it's something that was always one of the great pleasures. And now it seems back and stable. You don't hear people worried about COVID anymore, do you? No, no. In fact, we just uh, are working on our next year's
0: guidebooks, and we've taken out all our boxes about COVID and, no and the farmer's no guides because it's just, knock wood, knock wood, it's not okay. a concern for right now.
1: No, I'm glad. Pauline, regards to the family. I love talking to you. We'll talk again.
0: Wonderful. I love talking to you, too.
1: Thank you. Thank you. You made me want to get up and go. Follow Pauline. I'm Joan Hamburg, and you're listening to WABC. More to come.